The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, it's Patrick Starr. I'm coming straight to you with my very own podcast, Say Yes to the Guest. I'll be hanging out with some of my fiercest friends and spilling some serious tea on business, beauty, and being a boss-ass bitch. With me, baby, you'll never know what will happen. Find Yes to the Guest on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where podcasts are played. Start streaming and downloading now. And don't forget to subscribe because every Monday we're going in. We got so much to chat about. So turn it up and say yes to the guest. Yes. Hey, it's Mariana and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this week's episode, I have Kimberly Snyder. I actually met her almost a decade ago when she came out with a book a long, long time ago. And since then, she has wrote so many more books. She is a meditation teacher, nutritionist and holistic wellness expert. She has a new book called You Are More Than You Think. And because of this title, I really wanted to talk to her about self-esteem, raising our self-esteem, the things that we can do each day to feel better about ourselves, our daily practices. So if you guys want to hear from Kimberly, definitely keep listening. I loved this episode. I felt like it was so helpful for myself. And be sure to subscribe to my podcast because I've got new episodes every Tuesday and leave me a rating review if you're loving it. Now let's hear from Kimberly. What is your background that led you to writing You Are More Than You Think? So this is my sixth book in 10 years. And when I started, I was really interested in food. It was my pathway into wellness. And so my first two books were very nutrition focused. I had to figure out what to eat, how to take care of my body. And at the same time, I was working, I started to work with all these entertainers and all different kinds of people and body types. And what was really interesting over the past decade is that it's become really clear to me that if we want to be really healthy, if we want to feel really good in our bodies, it's a holistic lifestyle. So while I still talk about food and I still talk about body practices, my new book is really about overcoming fear, connecting to yourself, how to meditate, how to raise your vitality. It's, it's a lifestyle book and it's you know something I've been talking about with clients and people I've worked with for many years. And I just feel it's what the world needs right now. We know how important mental health, emotional well-being is, spiritual growth, which I define as self-connection. It affects everything from our hormones, our stress levels, just our everyday peace and joy. And so when I was writing this book, it just, it came down to me, this idea of this is what people, this is what I, this is how I can help people the most right now. Yeah, it really is holistic. And one of the things like about fear is many of us just think that we are not enough. We're not good enough. We're pretty enough. We're rich enough. We're happy enough. So how do we get out of this mindset of feeling like we're not enough? So it is this over identification. So I'm I'm speaking Vedic terms here. So the book is based on Vedic teachings, which are ancient teachings that come from India, actually the oldest teachings on the planet, combined with modern science and personal stories. So what happens when we don't feel like we're enough, it simply means that we're over identifying with the ego, which is this shell, this outer shell. It's what we look like. It's what we're doing. It's part of who we are, but who we really are is this formless energy underneath. It's our potential. It's quantum physics terms. You could say it's the unique gravitational field. In spiritual terms, we could say it's spirit individualized inside of us. So anytime we feel like we're not enough, 
all we have to say to ourselves is, oh, I'm just over identifying with this little part of me. And so the more we connect to the inside part of us, which we can do through daily practices and meditation, we start to realize that we're all unique. We don't have to compare ourselves and we get past that mind chatter. We get down to our intuition. We get down to our hearts. We're able to create from this space of creativity and expansion instead of feeling small and limited. So this sounds very, you know, it can sound a little bit philosophical, but this is, you know, this is how I completely changed my life. This is how I was able to start writing books. This is how I started working with big celebrities is getting past that chatter and connecting down. And so I'm really passionate about teaching this to other women and people, because I think that over-identification with the outside, again, just limits us across our lives. And then we don't feel good within ourselves. I know. And I feel like it's especially really hard because so many of us live our lives on social Mm. and whether you do it for a job or you do it Uh passively, being on the internet makes you feel like you're comparing yourself to all of these other people's highlight reels. And that's really difficult. So how can we monitor, you know, not feeding into our ego while still needing to use social, whether it's personally or professionally, how do we have boundaries there? Yes. So a couple of things. Remember that the ego is connected to the five senses. So we can say it's our peripheral nervous system. It's what we're sensing out in the world, right? So it's our eyes looking out and seeing what other people are doing on social and listening and all this stuff out here. So the way to balance that is to have that part of our life where we're out, but to balance it with inner connection. So what I mean by that is having a, one of the ways is having a really solid morning practice, for instance. So trying to train yourself before you go online, before you go on the internet and spend, you know, great amounts of your day there, you want to do practices like drinking hot water with lemon, which sounds really simple, but the heat brings you into your body, into your, into your digestion, into yourself, meditating, even if it's five minutes, feeling your breath, which not only makes you more centered, it allows you to be less susceptible to food cravings. For instance, it allows you to better understand your body's needs. And I journal for five minutes. I think about, I write things to let go of, things I'm grateful for. So I do my morning practice before I go online. And that really helps because then I feel more grounded. The days where I'm on Instagram before I get out of bed and my my mind starts racing, my day is started off in a very different energetic space. So I'm a big believer of, yes, we're going to be online, but first connect with yourself. So you're less reactive. And then we're pulling our power into our central nervous system. When we meditate, when we take deep breaths, we're into our spine and our brains. We actually, there's so much research that I discuss in the book as well. We're waking up different parts of our brain. We literally are in a more grounded, solid place. We feel more secure in ourselves. And then the other thing about social media is we are all here. I believe this truly. We are all here for a purpose. We're all unique. We are all creators. We don't have to compare ourselves. We're creating magic. Each of us has that potential. But if we are constantly getting alerts, if we're constantly pulling, being pulled out of our creative space into, oh, what's this person doing? Or, oh, look at this, look at this. It's very hard to focus. So I'm, a, I'm an advocate for batching time on social, social media, meaning let's say you allocate eight, 30 to nine, you know, 12 to 12 or one, whatever it is, so that those are the times you're on. And then the rest of the time, your mind is clear from, again, this, this chaos, this chatter, so that you can focus on yourself. You can focus on your projects and 
you have more concentration. You're able to channel your energy and create the life that you want. I think that's so helpful. And for me, it's, I love having my morning routine before I jump into my day. It's just Mm -hmm. like a slower start to my morning. So hot water with lemon, meditating, journaling. Are there any other morning practices that you think people might want to experiment with? Yes. So my full morning practice is hot water with lemon, which comes from Ayurveda. The idea of hot heat in the body helps to ignite Agni, which is your digestive fire. So that digestion is such an important way to boost energy through the day. So hot water with lemon and then two SBO probiotics, which stands for soil-based organism probiotics, which are really hardy. They come from the soil. It's how our ancestors got probiotics. And I make them in my brand, the Saluna, which is the name of my brand. We've done all this, you know, clinical, the clinically researched strains. So I take that in the morning for my gut health. And then I meditate and then I journal. And I also drink the glowing green smoothie, which I think I've given to you, Mariana, in our my juice bar back in the day, my first juice bar where we met there once. And so those practices allow me to not only flow into my day, but I don't have to think about them. This you know, decision paralysis is a very real thing. If we are constantly making decisions, it leaks our energy. So once you build a strong practice in the morning, it will support you in your body and your mind and just feeling calmer in the morning. So you have more energy and go into the day feeling calm, focused, creative. And also I'm a big advocate on the other end of the day, an evening practice to delineate, to to say, okay, here's the boundary between my workday and when I relax and my rejuvenation time. So again, flowing into the day and flowing out of the day is super important for our health and well-being. Okay, you guys know that I love Waze products and I'm so excited to tell you about two new ones that they just launched. Hair care is not just styling. It's really about a whole routine for me from my routine for daily hair and scalp health. And it really makes a huge difference. And if you guys want to incorporate this into your routine, you're going to be very excited because Way has a new scalp serum and thick and full supplements. It's a complete solution for promoting the appearance of thicker, fuller and healthier hair. So for me, my hair care concerns are that my scalp is really dry uh, just from like weather or styling or flying and just like my scalp needs some help and that I really want my hair to look thicker and fuller. So those are my concerns. I just started taking these because I got a chance to get them before they launched and I'm so excited with the results so far. Just like my scalp feels really good, but consistency is really key for these products. So you have to take them for like a minimum of 90 days to really see the results. So I can't wait to come back a little bit later and tell you exactly how the results are going with my hair. So let me tell you a little bit more about these two products. One is Waze Thick and Full Supplements. These are vegan. You take them once a day. They have zero flavor and they support thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. And it's going to reduce the appearance of shedding and overall just like support your hair strength and improve your overall hair health. And then the other one is the Waze Scalp Serum. I love scalp serums. And this is a daily serum. You can use this day or night or on wet and dry hair, which I love that you can use it either way. And it's also safe for color treated or chemical treated hair. Grow all the way with Waze Scalp Serum and Thick and Full Supplements. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Mariana to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code Mariana. What are some of the evening routine things you like to do? I feel like I have a very good morning routine, but I haven't quite nailed the end of the day yet. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. So that's really important because I think for a lot of people, there isn't really an end of the day, right? It's just sort of like dribbles on and on. We're kind of doing random emails. The mind starts racing and that in turn affects our sleep rhythm. And then we don't rest as much and then everything is interconnected. So everything gets impacted. So for me at the end of the day, the first thing I do to say to my body, this is the end of the day is I take a warm shower. And when I do that, that is my signal. I've trained myself. Okay. From here on in, you start to relax. And I literally start to visualize like this water going you know, over me and down into the drain. It's taking stress off. I'm letting go of anything that I'm still holding on to. I'll deal with it tomorrow. You know, easier said than done, but it's a practice, right? So energy builds over time with our practices. So I take that shower. I also drink a warm elixir every evening. So I've got a million recipes on my site. I'm a big, you know, they change seasonally. Sometimes in the winter, we need more grounding, healthy fats like, you know, hemp milk or coconut milk. Um, this is known as an Ayurvedic decoction where we cook the herbs in, so to speak, so that we are able to extract some of those nutrients. Very simple. It could be ginger, it could be ashwagandha or, you know, whatever it is. So I drink that warm elixir and that further helps me relax. Oh, it makes me slow down because we're sipping something hot. And then I also meditate and journal in the evening. And again, you could just start with five minutes, but it's just a beautiful way to start connecting in to your body. I'm also a big believer. And I know, again, easier said than done. I get really stressed. I don't sleep well if I'm watching something late into the evening. I'm also naturally a big reader. So for me, part of my evening practice, and I, you know, I don't watch too much anyway. Sometimes my, I watch something with my husband, but after a certain point, like eight o'clock, I don't watch anything. And that has helped my sleep tremendously and my stress levels. I think that's also helpful. And I have to go back to your glowing green smoothie for people that don't know what it is, what all is in here, how can we make it at home? And I think the most important is like, why is it important to have the smoothie over a juice? So we are part of nature and we want to work with nature. And I truly believe that when we do that, we are our most naturally beautiful, our most naturally energetic, our most naturally just in vitality, our life force is really strong. And when you look in nature, you look at the plants, you look at these amazing vegetables and fruits that have given us, give us in part so many antioxidants and minerals, all these qualities, they are always grown with the juice and with the fiber. And the more research that comes out about fiber, we realize we do not want to take it out. Not only does it give us sustained energy levels, but the fiber also helps to feed the short chain fatty acids in our gut that reduce inflammation on a systemic level. That means it keeps us healthy and, and youthful, not just in a cosmetic sense, but our organs are more healthy for the long term. So fiber is a very, very important nutrient. And the smoothie allows us to feel that fullness. You know, I could drink a juice and then, you know, it may spike your blood sugar a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, now what? But when I have that glowing green smoothie, it gives me time. I do eat mid morning, but I don't eat for a few hours after that. So there's a little bit of an element of intermittent fasting as well, where we're not having concentrated fat and protein. We're just giving ourselves full nutrition and our digestion isn't being worked. So now our energy can go to our projects, to our goals, to what we're doing in the day. And we just, honestly, just energetically, we just feel so much better. 
That's a yes. huge part of it. Definitely. So we we can Google and find the recipe online so people can find it yes. to make it. Yes. Yeah, um, it's on my site. It's everywhere. I've made it a, every show, I think from Ellen to Dr. Oz, Good Morning America, the Today Show. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> I want to shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about self-esteem. So we talked about in the beginning of the episode about not feeling good enough, but how do we learn the difference between like true versus surface self-confidence? Because I feel like when it's our true confidence in life, it can't be shaken when maybe something arises or, you know, everyone faces problems in life, like how we deal with them. Yes. So in my new book, You Are More Than You Think You Are, it's structured in three parts. And these are the three, this is the process that I've taken many clients through. This is how I've been able to heal very low self-esteem in myself. Of course, you know, we're all works in progress, but you know, it's gotten a lot better. So the first section of the book is overcoming the biggest blocks. So we talked about fear, right? We have to understand how much fear is driving us day by day to, to overcome it. So there's a lot of teachings in there and practices. Another really important chapter in that section is wholeness. So a lot of the times we identify with our behaviors and then we don't feel confident or we feel really bad about ourselves or we hold on to guilt and shame. So there's the sun moon practice in that chapter where I have you write out the qualities you like to talk about. Oh, I'm you know, thoughtful, I'm patient, da, 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 da. But then we also write our so-called lunar qualities, the shadow qualities. I can be mean. I can actually be judgmental. And in this practice, we look at both of the quality, both lists, and then we go underneath because underneath all those behaviors, you know, a lot of it comes from wounds. It comes from fear. We are this stable, the stable part of us is underneath the behaviors. So we learn to connect to this wholeness who we are beyond what we do, beyond if this Instagram post does really well or it doesn't do as well, beyond if we were having a bad day and we yelled at our friend and we feel bad, right? We need to connect to this wholeness, this part of us that doesn't shift and change. So that's part one of the book. Then part two is where we learn to embody more of this. We are so used to just identifying with the surface. We look in the mirror, that's who we think we are. But underneath is our intuition, our inner guide, our voice, our confidence. And then part three is where we learn to create. So that's where I teach you, how do we take this formless energy and channel it into best idea, best project, best website, whatever it is, you know, whatever you want to create in the world. So go back, going back to your specific question about confidence, surface confidence, which is a chapter in part two, is when we tie our confidence, our worth to the outside world. So for me, you know, 10 years ago, when I started buying books or writing books, it was, oh, I feel really good if my book makes the New York Times bestseller list this week. And if it doesn't, I feel like crap about myself, right? Or I feel really good if I look in the mirror and I like how I look today, but let's say my period and I look puffy or whatever, then my confidence goes in the trash. That is all surface. It's all tied to externals and it is always moving. And if that's where we get our confidence from, we will always suffer. We will always have highs and lows to our self-esteem. True confidence is where we learn, again, through these practices and teachings, energy does shift over time to the part in the book where I say, you know, I love this, this quote, my second son is named Moses. <laughs> so there's this, you know, ancient part, you know, this story where Moses asked the almighty, what are you? What is this? And the almighty spirit says, I am that I am. 
It's very simple. I am that I am. What does that mean? It means I am here. I am a unique, living, breathing creation of spirit. Mm -hmm. I need do nothing for validation or to be loved. I am here. I'm confident because I am me. So this is a very different place to get confidence from. It means we're connecting to this deeper part of us. And this isn't something like you take a pill or you push a magic button, you know, and you get there. For me, it's been this journey of just day by day, breathing, taking those five, 10 minutes every morning to meditate in an effective way to go inside. And then you start to feel, oh, I can approve of myself. I can you know, love myself. I don't need so much from the outside world. I don't need people to tell me I'm this or that. You know, you just start to need less and less as this connection builds. It's true confidence builds and it's possible for every human. Truth means it's it's possible for every single one of us. It's not just some of us. Every single one of us can develop this self-connection. And let me tell you, Mariana, when you get that, you your energy changes. People become more drawn to you. You're more magnetic. You create more, more opportunities come because you're coming from this really stable place and it's very attractive. So I think all of us have attached to surface confidence in one way or another. And if you feel that inkling, like, I don't like this. I want to feel stable. I want to feel good day to day. I'm here to say it's possible. And these practices that have changed my entire life when I've, you know, over the past decade, I've been doing them over more than a decade now to go from that flimsy confidence to a more stable place of, you know, safety, security, validation can come from inside of me. And it's something we can all create. If you are daydreaming of your next getaway, but you're not really sure what you want to shop or bring, Macy's is bringing you all the island vibes. I know this is something that I am shopping for myself because I've got some trips coming up, which I'm very excited about. I've already been putting together like Pinterest boards and like mood boards of like, what is my vibe? What do I want to shop for? What do I want to take with me? I always like using trips as an excuse to find more staple pieces that I want into my routine that I want to continue wearing but the trip is the excuse for me to buy something new. Macy's has got must-have tropical print flowy skirts and top sets, and they have cut-out bathing suits and jelly sandals to match. Plus, they've got the cutest fruit earrings and bucket hats and so much more to add a little bit of oomph for your vacation wardrobe. And Macy's gets that you've got enough to plan before your vacation, so use their personal stylist to help you pull your whole look together, either in-store or from the comfort of your own home. And I'll be your own personal stylist for a minute and share a few of my favorites from the site. There's a Lauren by Ralph Lauren top. And I love to wear these tops as like a button up, either as a top to wear, which I can wear like when I go back from vacation as like a work shirt, or I can wear it over a bikini on vacation. There's really cute luggage sets. I love this one from Calvin Klein. It comes in black, green, blue, and orange. So you'll always have your luggage standing out if you are waiting for your bag and want something unique for yourself. There's also really cute dresses on here, swimsuits, totes, sunscreen, and so much more. So if you guys want to try out Macy's personal stylist is totally free, head to macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, that's macy's.com slash personal stylist. What are some of those things that we can do for ourselves each day to make ourselves feel good and our own self-esteem? Like, do you like any mantras that you say to yourself daily? On our Saluna app, I have something called Practical Enlightenment Meditations, a whole library of free meditations that you can access. So for me, it's this three-step process. Number one, I settle the body because when the body's fidgety, it means your mind is fidgety. So just some really simple movement, like opening your palms and, and closing them with your breath, 
right? So you just time it. And then number two, just taking some deep belly breaths, right? Just get into this present moment because when we're in our head, that's where comparison lives. So the first place we want to do is drop down into your body. Your body doesn't have the same triggers, that your body doesn't have the same wounds that are always pushing you, driving you. So we, we do a little movement. We do some breath work. And then third is I do, part of my meditation is these mantras starting in the I am, because the I am is speaking down to who you are, not the surface part. And so it can be, you know, I have, I have meditations for confidence. I have meditations for grounding. You can say, I am unique as I am. I am enough, you know, but we do that after we've settled the body. And I found that this form of meditation of starting with I am, connects me to this deeper part of me. So I don't take the surface stuff as seriously, right? So it's like, okay, we're in the world and we're going to do our best. We want to post the best stuff and create the best stuff. But when we have this self-connection, we don't, we aren't as reactive. That's what I found. We aren't so serious about it. And the other little practice, so neuroscience shows that every 10 seconds, the biochemistry in the body shifts. So let's say you're feeling like crap one day or you're feeling really good or whatever it is you're feeling, we always want to monitor our energy. So let's say you go on social media and your self-esteem starts to tank, something triggered you, your heart starts to race, whatever it is. In that moment, what you want to do is you want to come here into your body and in the present moment. So anytime that happens, the first place I put my awareness is going to sound funny for a minute is I put it to the bottoms of my feet. Where am I right now? Oh, I was staring at someone's picture, you know, across the world in Bali getting triggered. Huh. But here I am. It goes back to I am here. I am right back to the true self. The true self is beyond the ego. This is who I am. So these little practices, I feel the bottoms of my feet. And then I take those breaths. I put one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly. I notice that my heart rate has sped up. I notice that my breathing has gotten faster. And then this is, you know, anyone can do this over time. You train yourself, get out of the thoughts, slow down your breath, feel your feet, and then just get up for a minute. So go outside, just, you know, walk around your yard for a second, go to the bathroom, get a glass of water. And it's that break of that energetic, that, um, that mental pattern helps us come back. It helps us come back. So we just need to notice, oh, I got triggered. Oh, I feel funny. There's tightness in my stomach. There's tightness in my chest, whatever it is, your body will give you clues. So when that happens, we just do these little practices. We move around, we breathe, and then we come back over and over again. Okay. I'm here. I'm safe. I am unique. You know, whatever these, there's so many different mantras that will resonate on different days. So again, between the, the book and all the chapters that um, really go into this and all the free meditations on my app, I have a lot of tools to share with you that have helped me <laughs> tremendously. Oh my gosh. And a lot of our self-esteem comes to from our success or what we're doing in life right now and the things that we're working towards. So how do we yes. feel good enough with where we are today and still balance working towards your goals so for me, it's like, you don't want to be unhappy where you are today, just because you're working towards something that you haven't achieved yet. So how are we happy and confident today while still working towards something in the future? Okay. So it comes down to, again, our worth and our joy can't be tied to just, you know, Deepak Chopra, who is my, was my co-author two books ago. He said something to me that has always stuck in my head. He said, Kimberly, if you're, if happiness is a moving target, 
meaning it's something outside of you. You will never be happy. So it's like baskets, right? We have this basket of us, who we are, this unshakable confidence that we build. This is self-worth. This is my self-esteem is in this basket for me. And then I have this other basket of achievement and projects, things I'm creating. And we need to get to a point of not being so attached to it, right? We get, we need to not attach our worth and our joy to that basket of achievements, because ultimately that's what we're doing. That's ego. That's external. That is different than the internal, the unshakable, the eternal part of us. So first of all, we need to understand and cut that tie. I used to be so tied to my achievements that it was like my life, right? It started in, you know, back in the high school, I would had to be the top 10 of my class graduating class. I had to be the best in the class. And if I wasn't, then I felt really bad about myself. And then I got eating disorders and all these things happened along the way because I would attack myself. I didn't feel good about myself for many years. And so you get to this point where we realize, you know, what is the most important thing in life? I can check all these things off the box. And then it's still, I'm still racing towards the next thing. I still don't feel any sort of inner peace. So then we make that delineation. I am me. I am worthy. Just because again, I am that I am. We need to work on that. That is so important. And then we have the projects and we have this external stuff. So yes, we are here. We can enjoy this moment. We can show up in abundance, which is really about fullness in this moment. We don't feel lack. We don't feel like we're not good enough. We're da 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 we are here. We are abundant in this moment. And then yes, we could look at with a more detached eye. Okay. I could improve on this. I could do more here, whatever it is, but it's, it, it's like a different bubble. It's a different energy field. It doesn't have to affect the inner core of who we are. And this is, you know, easier said than done, but I can say from my personal perspective as someone that was completely tied to worth, it is possible to create that separation. And when you do that, that's when vitality rushes in. That's when things like gray hair starts to go away because all this stress is constant, like low grade stress that we put on ourselves. Like I have to do this. I have to do this because we've tied our worth to it. So when we do that, when we separate, oh my gosh, this is where the magic happens. When I started to do this, this is when my business, you know, increased fivefold. This is when I started feeling so much happier. This is when I met my soulmate husband. So much happened in my life because I will say that we can say the words, we can say the things that sound nice, but underneath, if the energy doesn't match, it isn't, we're not going to create the life that we want. We need to get this stability inside of ourselves. And then everything that we create outwardly will tend to work out better. But even if it doesn't, then we move on to the next thing we're always creating and it doesn't affect our day-to-day joy and peace. That's what's really missing from a lot of people's lives. I mean, let's be honest. We can look at people's profiles. We can say, oh my gosh, this person has, you know, 200 million followers and look at how great their life is. Tell you what, if inside they're unhappy all the time, they feel lonely, they feel jealous, they feel resentful. That's not what matters ultimately, right? So we want to create, and that's that part of our life that is going to be a natural expression of who we are. We're all unique. We're all here to express, but there's two baskets. There's me, there's 
the Kimberly, there's the Mariana that is unshakable in who we really are. And then there's all the external stuff. So we need to create that separation. Let's take a quick break to talk about public goods. So a few months ago, I bought some things from public goods for the first time and they have become staples in my home. Like I think almost every single day, there is something from the site that I use in my kitchen, on my home for cleaning, for organizing. And not only are these daily staples that I just end up using all the time, but I just love the overall aesthetic of these items. Like, you know me, I love something aesthetic and beautiful. And if I'm going to use something and have it sitting out at my house, added bonus that it's functional, but also beautiful in my home. And I love the packaging. So if you guys don't know public Goods is a one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality everyday essentials. They are made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Think about everything from personal care to household products and coffee, toilet paper, shampoo, pet food, and so much more. Public Goods is your new everything store, and it's thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. I'm going to share with you guys a few of my personal favorite things, the Walnut Scouring Pad, which is what I use every day. I just have this sitting in my sink. I love that it's also neutral and fits into like my whole kitchen aesthetic. They also have compostable trash bags and a glass infuser pitcher. I love this because I'm always drinking like teas or like infused waters and stuff that I can have at home. And you can make this for hot or cold beverages. We've worked out an awesome deal. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Mariana or use code Mariana at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C G-O-O-D-S.com forward slash Mariana to receive $15 off your first order. Now let's get back to the episode. I just want to end on some of the practices and techniques that you have in the book to help us move into our highest potential. Yes. So what's really important to develop is a very close connection with your intuition. So a lot of the times we're in our head. So when we're trying to create in the world, it could be a relationship. Again, it could be content. It could be a project or a fashion brand, whatever it is. When you're always looking outside, we are basing your information on the ego. Again, external senses be like, okay, well, you know, research shows this trend's growing or look at what she's doing. I'm going to try to do what she's doing, but better. It's always out here, but the magic your life transforms from the inside. Your best stuff, your best ideas are going to come from the inside. So more and more, we need to discern the difference between the fear and the mind chatter and the voice of your intuition. And so the practices in the book, again, are about getting past some of that chatter. There's breathing exercises, for instance, you know, and if we have time to do one, a 20 second one here, my love, or we could, I could reference it in the book, but there's ways to connect to stillness. And when you do that, your intuition will start to come forward and then you will be guided into your highest potential. Can we do one for 10 seconds, love? Or Yeah, I would love to. Okay. So what the yogis teach is that when you touch true stillness, that energy will start to grow in your life. Then you're like, oh, that's what stillness is. And then you can start to meditate in a deeper way. And like I said, your intuition and your creativity will start to explode. So what we're taught is that true stillness comes in that little micro gap in between the inhales and the exhales. So I'll lead us through, we're going to breathe in and out for a count of four, and we're going to pause. Okay. So we're just going to do this for just a very short time. So go ahead and close your eyes and then just take a deep breath in and out. Okay. Now we're going to inhale for a count of four. So inhaling two, three, 
four, and then just pause at the top with a breath in. And then exhale, two, three, four, and then pause empty at the bottom. And then inhale, two, three, four, pause full at the top, nice and relaxed. And then exhale, two, three, four, pause empty at the bottom. And then inhale and breathe normally. So imagine if you did that for just a few moments as part of your practice, it's part of the meditations and the practices that I teach. What happens is you're like, oh, (laughs) there's stillness. This is freedom, right? This word enlightenment, the subtitle of the book is practical enlightenment for everyday life, which isn't this big, scary word. It just means you get more freedom, freedom from all these thoughts that are always making us feel like we're not enough. So in that stillness, that's where intuition lives. And the more we can expand that connection, you will create more and more magic in your life. How do you feel? (laughs) Amazing. That was such a great way to end the episode. So where can everyone follow you and find your book? So the book is everywhere. Books are sold, Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble, so on, called You Are More Than You Think You Are. And then all my information is on my website, mysaluna.com. We also have the Feel Good podcast and meditations and supplements and all sorts of things. And on social, um, at underscore Kimberly Snyder. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, love. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. 